this week on a Danny Brown show. So it's kind of cushy and you can jump off a roof and land in the dumpster. Now that is cool. Oh my God. All right. Next. <laughs> For the most part, Steve O bummed me out about it. He made me feel like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I really just I'm, I'm at a loss of words so um, <laughs> I guess we'll get out of here it's the Danny Brown show sit back relax your eye ready now while you make studios it's the Danny Brown show we about to get live let's go it's the Danny Brown show sit back relax your eye ready now while you make studios it's the Danny Brown show, we about to get live, let's go, let's go. Yo, 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 what's up, Joe? Coming to y'all live from Austin, Texas, here at Wild Mate Studios, it's the Danny Brown show. I got the booth boys with me, how y'all fellas doing? Yo, great, what's up, good man? to see you, Danny. Yeah, good to see y'all too, you always know it's a great time when I'm hanging out with y'all, man. I got none other than a legend, Steve-O in the building, how you doing, brother? Hanging tough, bro, hanging tough. Same here, man. Same here, man. Yeah, man. I was able to um, check the special out yesterday. Ah, uh, rad, dude. Thanks, man. Yes, uh, it's really great. I mean, as a fan of um, Jackass and all that stuff, man, just to see you out here still doing that shit, man, is amazing. But I would say for me, what I loved about it the most is like it's really a love story, man. Yeah, it is. Man. For the Thank most you. part, man, your girl love the fuck out you, man, because ain't no <laughs> goddamn way. Yeah, that that's for sure, man. <laughs> Like, to find someone like that, man, that's definitely a match made in habit, man. Like, she really holds you down, man, so. She does, man. We've been together for a, almost seven years now, and I've never doubted if I want to be with this woman. Mm-hmm. I've, I've doubted if I, if I really <laughs> wanted to get married. <laughs> you know, like, I think that's kind of normal. You get, like, nervous about, like, damn, I'm going to be married. But, uh... That and check this out, dude. Um, I I thought that like you know have you ever heard of common law marriage? Yeah. You know, like at a certain point, it's just you're just married. Yeah, it's a wrap. And I was sure that seven years. <laughs> I, th- I thought seven years was like that's when you're common law married, and and this whole time I was like, <clears throat> man, I'm coming up on seven years. I'm going to be married whether I like it or not. And I, I was having thoughts like, I don't know if I like it, <laughs> you know, but I, but I, I don't want to not be with my girl. I want to be with her. Mm-hmm. And then I learned that actually California is not even a common law marriage state at all. And I'm so glad that I learned that because now I'm actually going to get married on purpose. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, want, I, I totally want to marry her. Texas is fucking common law. He got my ass. I oh, God yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> how long have you been in Texas? Uh, I've been here almost three years now. Almost three years. So, how long have you been with your lady? I've been over five. Okay, but the common law is not going to kick in. Until okay, okay, I got some time then. That's right. I mean, that, <laughs> like, that, like, is is you're from Detroit? Mm-hmm. Is Michigan a common law state? I think so too. But I wonder if if I wonder if those if the those time periods transfer. Do credits transfer? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can't tell her that. So that is what it is, man. But yeah, I mean, you know what? Like, I, I don't, I don't even care. Like, I I love my girl so goddamn much, and and. uh I'm really, really happy that I'm going to marry her on purpose. Yeah, that's a great thing, man. I, yeah. I really feel the same way about my girl, man. 
But yeah, man, as as someone that um recently um I've just now started my journey with sobriety. Ah, oh, cool, man. Yeah, I'm just now reached about seven months after ten years of fucking hardcore drinking right. and man. So what's the DOC? And for people who don't know, that means drug of choice. Um for me it was um I mean for what I really went for was blow. Blow. And you know, Drinking alcohol, I mean, they work hand in hand, to be honest. But They do, man. They really do. <clears throat> I remember in my day, if I had a drink, you know, a couple drinks, then I just was, where's the, where's the Coke yeah, at? Where's the Coke here, at? And if I, had a, if I had a line of Coke, then I'm just like, good, I need a drink to take the edge off. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. They, they, they totally go hand in hand. And people talk about, like, California sober. No, I couldn't you know, do it. I couldn't do it. And as a person, I love weed. Like, weed was my... Yeah. I've been smoking weed since I was, like, 13 years old. And like I said, my, my intentions was to stop alcohol and blow and shit. And pills, you know... I mean, you know, once you get on that level, man, it's anything. It's anything right. to go, you know? But once I, you know, went to rehab and just learned about so much of where my underlying trauma was that was causing me to do the things that I was doing, it was like everything was out the window. Like, I don't even smoke cigarettes anymore. You there know? you go, man. Cigarettes are really, really dumb. <laughs> like I get it with the weed. I, I get it with the weed, and and I love it too, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I even I get upset when I smell weed because number one, because I'm smelling it, like I'm breathing it in, like it's coming into my body. Yeah. You know, it's like drugs coming into my body, which is really scary to me. And I love the smell of it. And like, if I'm honest, I wish I could smoke weed, man. I love weed. Yeah, me you too. Know? But the whole California sober thing. I mean, the problem for me is that my weed bone is connected to my booze bone. Yeah, and my booze bone is connected to my coke bone. My coke bone is connected to my pill bone, and it's all bets are off. So if you try and quit one thing, then, you know, you can't do a patchwork of sobriety, mm-hmm. man. Well, yeah, I, I would definitely say you are, you are definitely like an inspiration. Well, thanks, man, Thank and congratulations. You, man, watching you with your journey and everything, man. And it wasn't even like a, if steve can do it, I know I can sure. type of shit. But it just was like, man, just to, I watch your podcast a lot and just seeing how, how you talk about it. Because it's always been like a scary thing for me to get sober. I felt like I would like maybe lose my creativity. Ah, uh, man, a lot of people think that, dude. And it's such, it's, it's such nonsense, really. Yeah, you it know? definitely is. It, like... I strongly believe that I, creatively speaking, run circles around every younger version of myself. Mm. Like I, I, and 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 that that's not even tough to say about. Like when I was really bad at the end of my drugs and and alcohol, man. Like because like my, I had become pretty pathetic, dude. Like my my creativity was pretty whack. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of my run, and uh, I mean like. Yeah, it was it was bad, <laughs> but like, but yeah, the the, the thing is, man, that uh, any other disease other than alcoholism and addiction, yeah. any any other disease, the best you can hope for is to get back to as healthy as you were before you got sick, and then there's us where when we treat our disease, we become better versions of ourselves than we ever were before. Straight up, man. Yeah, cause that's that's the crazy part about it, because I find myself to be a lot more patient now when i'm creating like before it was almost just like a let me hurry up and do this shit so i can go get fucked up you know yeah, what i'm saying sure. and now it's like i'm actually enjoying the process of just being in the studio or even being on stage that created like it became almost like therapy for me man and what do you do on stage I'm, i do music 
You do music? Mm-hmm. Nice, man. Yeah, it's it's silly, dude. And and for me, like, I was I remember because you go into rehab, and they start talking about, oh, you gotta have a higher power. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta have a spiritual life. You gotta deflate your ego. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, so I gotta deflate my ego, be spiritual. Like, how how does that fit with being? Steve-O from Jackass, you know? Like, how am I going to be an attention whore? Look at me, look at me, look at me, without an ego, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, how am I going to be spiritual when I'm like, watch me fuck myself up, you know? Like, and and the reality is that I didn't know. And and the only thing I I was sure about was that I had to make recovery the number one priority. Yeah. And, And in doing that, that's the thing, man. When we make recovery our number one priority, always, everything else is going to sort itself out. Yeah. I think just the hardest thing for me, which I wouldn't <laughs> say it's necessarily been hard, is just just like hanging out with the with the normal. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just take myself out of the environments and the situation. So Not I've pretty right, much man. just been boring. <laughs> well, dude, like for me, it was uh that like that's really what what helped me like start this awesome career with stand-up comedy mm-hmm. was that I mean, I had tried stand-up a couple times just sort of pretty randomly and I then I was like, "Man, I I'd, I'd love to get into that, but I was scared." And then after I got clean and sober, like like you like you said, like hanging out in the bar or the nightclub, yeah. just being putting myself in a situation where everybody's just getting loaded and that's like what they're doing. That didn't make any sense. So I stopped going to nightclubs. I stopped going to bars. And what I started doing, because there was actually a reason for me to do it, was go out to the comedy club. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be, you know, I mean, sure, people are drinking there too, but I had a legit reason to be there because I'm checking out the show. Mm-hmm. And so I would be sitting in that comedy club and I'd be looking at that stage and I was thinking, man... Like, I should be on. I should be on there. And it was just nagging at me and nagging at me. And I finally did it, and it, it's turned into something awesome. Wow, man, that's great. All right, man, we're jumping to some of these ex Danny's, man. You can always hit me up at Danny. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show. Danny at the Danny Brown Show. First up, we got Pandora's Blue Box. Ex Danny. Hi, Danny. Did Viagra ever fuck your shit up? I'm thinking about taking some to really give a lady a crazy time, but it's not worth it. I'll just stay regular. I'm 24, <laughs> so I don't want my shit to be ruined. Love you, Greg. Yeah, man, you way too young to be um, fucking around with Viagra because it's almost just like anything else, man. Once you come, it's I, I look at it like a performance enhancement. <laughs> anything, and you just you don't want to get your brain triggered to um, really feeling like you need that shit, especially at such a young age. Now, don't get me wrong, it, it it will do what it's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I don't. I don't think at 24 you should be fucking around with Viagra, man. You definitely gonna fuck your dick up using that shit, man. Wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> man. I, um, I seen um, you really did something special. I don't know if I can really talk too much about, it, but I guess I'm a. But the skyjacking, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, skyjacking that, seems like a very great <clears throat> time, man. Yeah, yeah. I um, I definitely took performance enhancing. Yeah, I know. That's pills. what that's what made me think about it. it was like, man. Yeah, but that that seemed like a very great time, man. So it, it I, was it was a good time, man. I I, I had to I, I had to 
pleasure myself, and, you know, <laughs> and and I had to get it get it done with another man strapped to my back while I was butt naked in an airplane full of dudes. And then I had to like actually complete the job simultaneously while I fell out of the airplane. And so yeah, man, like I needed a portable DVD player and I needed some enhancement. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up we got Poppers. Hi, Danny. Speaking on behalf of all trans people, we love you and you love your music. So the question is, how do you feel about sniffing poppers? I love poppers. Poppers it, could be a great time, but it's just like anything else, man. It's a fucking inhalant, man. So it's a fucking, I guess that could be considered a drug. You ever fucked around with some poppers? I'm not even sure. <clears throat> I, I'm not even sure what poppers are. Like, can you, can you give me a more um, scientific name for it? It's, it's not nitrous. I, I guess it would be considered a... Um, and then, uh, a, um, oh, uh, yeah. uh, am alcohol, alcohol nitrites. Yeah. Yeah, All makes, right, I mean, makes your booty hole loose. I, is it loose or is it tight? I thought it was like it tightens no, it, it up. Makes, it makes it looser, but it, that should make you horny as fuck. Uh, I mean, it sounds to me like it, being an inhalant. Yes, yeah, inhalant. That Definitely. you'll have a fucking headache and some more shit the next day. It sounds like that is. Uh, you know, would be a relapse for us. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just, yes, it's, it's, it's a party drug in some sense, too. Like, the motherfuckers be at the fucking nightclubs and shit, sniffing them poppers, getting crazy and shit. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it's, it's a great time, but I, I can't fuck around with that shit in my sobriety. You know what I'm saying? Right, for sure. But so, um, and, and where the, the question was... How do I feel about sniffing poppers? Yeah, I mean, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> but, but when it comes to any mind-altering substance, people ask me, how, how do I feel about it? I think that the, the appropriate answer is that I just can't have it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not mad at any of these substances. No. And, like, if I was diabetic, I wouldn't be mad at sugar. No, I wouldn't give a fuck no. if you're eating Snickers bars, but I'm just diabetic, so I can't have it. Yeah, it's the same thing. That's so enjoy, enjoy your poppers, man. <laughs> like enjoy the same your way, poppers. Like how I love weed, but I know I can't fucking fuck with that shit. <clears throat> yeah. Now, now, if there are like long-term negative effects. I'm pretty sure it poppers. is. If you're doing that shit every fucking day or some shit, like I mean, yeah. def definitely it's got to be something that fucks your head up. I mean, I think it makes you, it does definitely does something to your brain. Yeah. And I mean, if people are like 600 pounds and they're eating like a case of Snickers bars every day, that's probably a problem too. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got holes. Yo, Danny and the Booth Boys, what's up? Why do so many of us men feel the need to come inside of objects? I hear about it all the time <laughs> online. The cum sock, the cum jar, the cum box, and so on. The other day, I was making breakfast, a fire-ass grilled cheese. I used the last piece of the bread, and I swear to God, I caught myself looking at Looking twice at the empty bread bag with the little devil was asking for it. It's just a normal thing, or should I log off the internet? Thank you. Definitely log off the internet. You've been spending a little too much time in a goon cave. You need to get out and touch some grass. But I'm me personally, man, I'm like a um I like to come in the air. I like to see my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I, I've never ever had a desire to ejaculate into an object yeah not that never been my thing either i mean the hand is great enough i mean i don't know i right. never really looked at any object like oh that'd be great to fuck you know with that said i could not be more happy that i got a vasectomy yeah i've seen that well i, I 
I've seen it and I turned away. I didn't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, your, your dick is out a lot in this um, film. <laughs> yeah, the vasectomy like allows for my lady and I to be on the hump and dump plan mm-hmm. all month long, twelve months a year, and and that's that's a beautiful thing. That is an object that I do want to evacuate myself into. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's a lot different, but. Yeah, yeah, just just fucking the grilled cheese, man. That's, um, <laughs> that's almost like a, 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 a that's a crime, almost, man. Like, you need to lock your ass up. You know yeah, let's let, let's not be. That's that's sexual assault on food, man. They, you know, like. All right, we're gonna spin the wheel. Let's see what we got. <clears throat> You're not mad at me if I put my feet up? No, do your thing. Yeah, cool, man. Cool. Spin the wheel. Yeah. Dumpster dive. I mean, I've, I've never really been homeless, so this is not something that I really know about, but I guess it's just, I mean, the motherfuckers got to eat, so they got to do their thing, man, but that that is the nastiest shit in the world to me, man, just to find a, a half-eaten sandwich. Like, I, I can't eat yeah. after people anyway, and imagine it's a half-eaten sandwich that's been there for days and you just jump in a fucking dumpster and you feel like you hit the lottery like oh shit this is a slice of pizza in here and just but i guess if you're hungry man you'll you'll get your drastic measures man you'll do what you fucking have to do man but yeah I, I don't get it too much either but i do know that when um when i was home i was homeless for three years uh in the 90s after i dropped out of college and um my trick would be to go to Denny's, like when, like a, you know, crowded Denny's, like, you know, late at night after the bars, whatever. Um, I'd be just so hungry, dude. I would, I would roll in there and I would help them out with bussing tables, mm. you know? Like uh, people get up and they leave, but they didn't finish their food. I get there before the bus boy. And <laughs> and I finished their food. Oh shit! You know that almost sounds like a crime too. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, dude. It got definitely got the job done. You got a big packed restaurant. The food, like it's, I mean, it's still good. Yeah, yeah. It's way better than coming out of a dumpster. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, dumpster diving. That's like um, black belt homeless motherfucker shit. It sounds like you were yeah. still. <laughs> dumpster diving to me is more of a like an acrobatic sport. You know, like you dive into the dumpster. <laughs> you yeah. know, like that's that's cool. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you, I find, <laughs> you find I, a good rooftop and and you got like big uh, fluffy garbage bags that are all tied up and it's in there so it's kind of cushy and you can jump off a roof and land in the dumpster. Now that is cool. Oh my god. All right. Next. <laughs> All right, we're jumping to some white people shit. All right. We got uh... white people shit. Something's fishy. What up though? Me and my wife are extreme internet consumers and we stumbled across a rabbit hole of people cooking food in a dishwasher, specifically salmon. So we got to know, are we tripping or is this definitely some white people shit? Nick, no, that's not white people shit. That's just a nasty motherfucker for you, man. I have actually seen this because um, I'm an extreme internet consumer myself. <laughs> and so I've seen people cooking shit in the dishwasher. And that's just, um, yeah, man, that's like 
I mean, that's one step from homeless, if you ask me. Um, <clears throat> presumably, they're they're running the dishwasher without soap. Yeah. So they're basically just steaming shit in there. Yeah, but it's, that's just, I mean, I don't know, man. Salmon out the dishwasher is not something on my to-do list. I would definitely say that, man. I mean, like, motherfucker, if you got a working dishwasher, you got a working stove. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, look at that shit. That shit, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You know? I definitely know niggas ain't doing this shit, so this <laughs> might be some white people shit, man, to be honest. I, uh, I think that... I mean, you eat some nasty shit, so I, I can't... <laughs> you wouldn't be tripping. I mean, th this isn't something that I would be interested in doing just for the sake of it, but I could see where, like, making just a little TikTok video out of seeing how it actually works could be like, that could be a good little piece of content. Just for the content. God damn it, man. Look at the world coming to yeah. I'm not eating no soggy ass salmon, man. That's just not what I'm about to do. I, I salmon mean, in a dishwasher, and this chick looks pretty legit. She's yeah. got an apron on. Yeah, she fucking putting raisins in a fucking spaghetti. I already know what's going on with this bitch. I ain't got time for that, man. She fucking up Thanksgiving. <laughs> she bring her dish to fucking green bean casserole. Nobody want that shit. All right. Oh, wow. Man. She put a GoPro in the dishwasher to show it running inside. That's Content, cool, man. man. That's where we yeah. at in the world, man. Everything's for the content, man. That shit looks... That's like it comes out good, man. Fuck that, man. Fuck yeah. that. I mean, salmon is one of those you can eat raw in some sense, you know, because I love like the... Um, when you go to like the, the bagel and locks and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love that shit, so... Yeah, but that's like... Smoked salmon. Yeah. You can't smoke shit in the dishwasher. I mean, shit. God damn it. All right. Next up, we got animal heads. Hi, Danny. Growing up, my dad had this big-ass ram head hanging on the wall in the living room for years. My mom hated it and thought it was tacky as shit, but she still kept it up for a long time. Is this some white people shit, or do black people also get taxiderm animals in their homes? Big fan of the show in the pie. Peace. Daniel. No, taxidermy is just some beautiful artistic shit. I definitely... um. I used to have a um, taxidermy spot next, <clears throat> not too far from my crib in Royal Oak, and I definitely used to go through there and just look up some shit. I actually bought a big ass fucking deer head that I used to have on my wall. That shit was dope, man. Like, um, but they, they, it's a lot of weird animals that you wouldn't believe that they fucking taxiderm and shit, man. Dude, <clears throat> in the early days of Jackass when it was on MTV, Johnny Knoxville brought this elderly lady into like these taxidermy businesses mm -hmm. and he told them he was like hey um with all hidden cameras so they had no idea and he says this is my grandmother dorothy and you know sadly she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't have much longer with us and we we were just wondering if you could stuff and mount her that's just so fucked that up, was man. the funniest fucking thing because these people she's standing the lady's standing right there yeah i know and it's, these people are like i don't even know if that's legal and they're like they kept going they went to a few of them until they got a goddamn quote and they was they, they was down to do it they said i think we could do this it would be tricky but i think we could do it for twenty thousand dollars and the lady was standing right there that is fucking hilarious. That so is fucking funny that might be my favorite Hidden camera thing that that was ever done for Jackass. I've, I've seen a few of those videos of like motherfuckers from the hood and shit. Hey, um, 
at the funerals and shit, they had a motherfucker sitting up like he's still playing PlayStation and shit in his normal oh, wow. and that kind of shit. Like that's almost like hood taxidermy or something. But yeah, I, it was weird to me because you would see them like they got fucking squirrels. They have all type of animals right. that you would never think. Like, why the fuck you want to taxidermy that shit? What would you think if you had a, like your pet dog? No, and I, you I just can't love, do that. You love your dog and I you want to always that. have it. I can't do that, man. Like, yeah, that would be that would just, be weird. You know, I I I I, I really have a close connection just to see that motherfucker every day and still there and right not that's just that would be that would be heartbreaking to me more so than anything but check this out my girl just had somebody reach out saying that um that they can make your dog forget about the taxidermy they just preserve the skeleton Mm. So it's like the skeleton. Bring that up, dude. No, like I can't do it's that. This, the people have the skeleton of their dog like sitting there. I'm down for Pre- cloning my dog. I, I would definitely um, do a cloning. I, I'm, I'm kind of tempted, <laughs> dude. Like you guys, people have their dog like the actual dog. Yeah, mm. they, that would they, make that, me yeah. sad. That would make me sad dude, every day. That, that is just. You don't want to have that. It looks badass, that. but I, I just couldn't do that, man. That would be that would hurt my feelings, man. I right? It just because you know, like like time heals all wounds in some sense, and I feel like seeing my dog there every day would just give me those memories right. and shit, and it would just bum me out, man. That my that my that my girl ain't here no more. You know what I'm saying? So I'd be like, nah, man, I can't do that, dude. Danny, let me take a moment to compliment the way that your podcast is produced. I mean, I'm looking at like the skeletons of the dogs coming up behind <laughs> us. They've got this cool. It's always a cool background. <laughs> like, dude, you, you, this YMH Studios is doing you right. Yeah, they're shots out to the Booth Boys, man. They don't get enough credit, man. These motherfuckers work long hours, man, producing a lot of shows, man. So they really the fucking backbone of this shit, man. So I give all credit to the Booth Boys, man. Is there any money left over for you, Danny? Huh? Is there any money left over for Fuck you? No. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm guessing there's probably not that much money left over for the guys in the booth either. Oh, it's man. all Tom and Christina just running around <laughs> getting on private jets. Uh uh-huh. making fun of poor people. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Next up we got- <laughs> Everybody Everybody's out here fucking busting their ass, making this beautiful art. And dumpster diving. (laughs) 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 Motherfuckers in the booth are out there fucking busting tables after work. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right. We got kids for clout. Hey, Danny. (laughs) Recently, I've been seeing a lot of white girls post pic of mission trips they've been out. The cover pic is always done with some little kid from the country they went to. It seems fine at first, but it also feels like they're using these kids for clout and attention. Do you think this is some white people shit? Much love from Frisco, Texas. Nah, man, that's just... That's just some evil motherfucker shit. That ain't really... It's motherfuckers... All races do that kind of shit. That's just... um. Yeah, man, I've seen that shit before too, man. It's just a lot of people use people pain. They use pain for their monetary gain. You know what I'm saying? That's something I've never been a fan of. Help me understand like how there's clout coming out of uh they getting abused as content. They just doing it for content. They're not necessarily doing it for like, you know, to to help motherfuckers. They doing it to help themselves. Yeah, but dude, children are an expensive pet. <laughs> I mean, and they also don't fucking tend to 
You got Carrot. kids, people? Nah, fuck See, off. See, you know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, I don't want an expensive fucking freeloader. Oh, God damn it, man. You know, if, like, if, if people have kids and the kids are super expensive and they're just trying to make some content to feed the motherfuckers, then I don't see an issue with that. God damn it, man. Uh, <laughs> spin the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> we get ready to get up on this motherfucker in a minute, man. <laughs> I like the way you guys do this podcast, man. Game of the Year nominees. Steve-O, you played in video games? Man, I, I think that video games are uh, really, really dangerous. I, you know, I, I do. I think that uh, people sit there on their fucking ass mm-hmm. all day long playing a goddamn video game where their physical health just turns, <laughs> in, turns into absolute garbage. Like the, the human body becomes an actual piece of garbage when you just sit on the sofa fucking all day, every day. And you're playing these video games. You, you, you accomplish literally nothing i mean like and then you've got like a whole it's almost another level of shit where like then people are just sitting there for hours and hours all day long watching other assholes play video games on youtube i don't get it man i don't get any of it and um there's also the speculation that video games um inspire violence that like violent they, <laughs> they think they, like they really said they think that all these shoot 'em up video games are are making people into like school shooters or murderers or whatever and they did a a scientific study i watched a documentary about this on an airplane um scientific study the results showed that video game violence does not lead to real life violence mm-hmm. However, it also concluded that playing video games for hours and hours definitely leads to becoming a complete fucking loser. Oh, man. Goddamn. <laughs> An absolute fucking waste. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like, I mean, I know that the video, I know video games are popular, and I know I'm not making a lot of fans for uh for yeah, they gonna call that. you a boomer they definitely call yeah, you a boomer right now i know that i know that i'm i'm doing myself a disservice by making people mad at me for having this opinion i get it like i don't mean i'm just kind of being trying to be light and fun and lighthearted, but like really like i genuinely just wish that you know that that people would would live their lives the way they want to have had lived their lives when they're on their deathbed mm-hmm. you know like and i also have concern that the america's standing in the world as a nation is not being helped by video games <laughs> you know like so I, I don't know man i mean whatever if i upset people like i'm sorry I just want, I want people to uh, to to be, become accomplished. I want them to be proud of it. I just can't imagine that you're proud of sitting on a fucking sofa playing fucking video games all day. Well, for me, a person that video games have been part of my life as long as I've been living. It's just another artistic thing to me. It's just like music or movies or anything that someone does, you know, to me. So 
Um, yeah, that's true. That's it's just, true. It's just a piece of art to me. You know. What I mean, I, I sit on my ass and watch fucking YouTube, so I'm a loser too. There okay. you go. That that's way worse than video games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't say that. And I, I'm when I'm sitting around, I'm playing video games for hours and hours on end. I'm definitely depressed. There's definitely something wrong there. If I'm happy and I'm you know I'm living life and shit, I'm not you know I'm not really playing video games as much. But to answer the question, game of the year nominees, I would say. Um, Definitely Final Fantasy. Um, of course, the Phantom Liberty um, <coughs> DLC. Um, uh, a couple indie games. Um, but no, nah, for the most part, Steve-O bumped me out about it. He made me feel like a loser. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I, I really just, I'm, I'm at a loss of words. So uh, <laughs> I guess we'll get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for stopping through the same time, same channel, man. You got some shit you want to plug, Steve? I just want to say that my bucket list special, it's multimedia. I did the most fucked up shit that I've ever done. And it's shit that I could never have done for Jackass. It's shit that streamers would never fucking show you. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get crazier than ever. I put together this multimedia comedy special. It is wildly fucked up. Five people passed out at the taping yeah, of the show. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. And uh, yeah, man, it's the craziest thing I ever did. And it's at stevo.com. And I encourage everybody to go there and support it. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming through, man. Dude, Great thank you, man. You, man. I, again, I really am super impressed by this whole setup, by the way that it's done. I can see on the monitor, like the, the whole multicam. <laughs> like, presumably, the editing is already done because they're editing it in real time. Is that right, guys? More or less, yeah. For the most part. We do some other stuff in post, but yeah. More or less. That's very uh, effective, and, and um, the studio and all the staff, I'm sure, is... Yeah, everyone's great, man. Shouts out to the Booth Boys, man. Yeah. Everybody here. Appreciate you. Know you. Yeah, shouts out, man. I, yeah. uh, I think it's a great thing you guys got here, and thanks for having me. No, I love you, motherfuckers. See y'all next week. Same time, same channel. Peace. <laughs>